What is happening, guys? This is Logan Robinson from here, the Spear, presented to you by NoGameDay.com. We are here recapping instant reaction to Florida State's loss to Death Valley, thirty to twenty. Twenty really should be thirty to twenty. It should be uh, twenty twenty four. <laughs> yeah, it shouldn't be that way. But Florida State makes it a game all the way throughout. Florida State's offense, though, for the rest of the game, since early on, could not find any points. Couldn't get anything going there, but. It was a game all the way till the last second there with Florida State and Jordan Travis pitching to one another, but Clemson gets a BS touchdown at the end of the game. Other than that, here we are. Florida State's three-game winning streak comes to a halt in Death Valley. The game comes down to three just absolutely horrible leave the conference BS penalties after the scoop and score by Johnson. You know, they, they had that just absolutely terrible unsportsmanlike conduct, then the pass interference was just flat garbage, and then the even worse, uh, calling Lundy on the sideline when, when DJ was not out of bounds. So 45 yards of offense, they go right down and take the lead back. That's just absolutely deplorable by, by the referees. Yeah, you can't let it come down to that, but that's just really what it came down to after FSU went up 20-17. to 17. But at the same time, Florida State has so many opportunities to put that game away, um, and, and they just couldn't do it offensively. You know, both teams left a lot on the field. Clemson missed three field goals, but the fact that FSU had 11 tackles for loss, held them to, what, 4-13 on third down, this game wasn't on the defense. This was on the offense. Yeah, I thought it was a great effort uh, from Florida State. You know, they they fought their tails off that entire game, and it was just tough for the offense to get anything going against that Clemson defense. It felt like you were constantly behind the ja- the chains, whether it was a, a pre-snap false start to make it first and 15 or a, a loss on a run, and then, you know, suddenly it's second and eight, third and 10, third and eight. <laughs> And you know you're having to put the ball in the air, which obviously isn't the strength of this team. Would have been nice if Travis would have connected on that one deep ball. But other than that, Florida State didn't get a lot of deep shots in this game. And like you said, Nate, I mean, they just they didn't capitalize on the opportunities that they had. You think about the the interception from a Marion Cooper. I think you get the ball at the mm-hmm. Clemson 42 or something like that. You end up having to punt on that drive. Um, you you recovered the one fumble and didn't convert again. And then mm-hmm. finally the defense was able to convert themselves with Jermaine Johnson's strip and score, which got Florida State the lead in the fourth quarter. And you had plenty of mistakes of your own. Trayshawn Ward giving up that fumble, Travis getting sacked and making it fourth and 32 and having to punt the ball back with a minute and a half left and then getting it with so little time remaining. It was a, it was a tough second half. Florida State, they had their chances and in the moment things just didn't go right. And honestly, both defensive pass interferences were pretty bad. I made a couple of notes throughout the game that, you know, for the most part, the refs were letting the receivers and the DBs play. And then just both defensive pass interferences were kind of garbage. You know, Jaron Jones in, Kevin Knowles seemed to play the hands, locate the ball. And yeah, there was, there was some contact, but there was contact on every pass throughout the game. It was just there all game. And for the most part, the refs were letting them play, except for those two calls. And it sucks that it comes out to what's basically a judgment call for those refs and ends up going in Clemson's favor instead of Florida State's. Mm-hmm. 
Austin, you were there at the game. What was the vibe there? And was Clemson loud? And we got to see it on TV that it was brought some noise. But what was the kind of vibe there? And then watching the team and any update on Lawrence Toafili too? Um, no update on Toafili. It seemed it was kind of like a wink, wink that they didn't want to talk about it yet. Um, my guess is they just didn't really know anything. Um, it, 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 I was expecting more, honestly. Like Clemson was loud especially at the beginning of the game and towards the end when they were on defense. But for the most part, it really didn't get that loud. I'm sure part of it's their, their four and three team, now a five and three team, but there were Clemson fans leaving after Jermaine Johnson had the scoop and score. And I was pretty surprised. Um, it was kind of a low key game, honestly. True. Talking about Florida state's rushing game, nowhere to be seen. Only 68 yards jordan travis actually goes for negative four yards you would never really thought that coming into this game but uh venables and clemson's defense did what they needed to do and their goal was to haul jordan travis from getting any of those kind of break open plays and use his legs and it worked in their favor but florida state's offense just couldn't find anything after that second touchdown yeah before you guys jumped on you know dustin and i were kind of chatting and, and not to steal his point but i'm going to anyway so i talked before him but nice. you know, and, and we talked about it on, on Twitter a little bit too. It's like, like we, we griped him on about, about Travis, you know, keeping his eyes downfield. But you know, there are a lot of opportunities for him to, to escape the pocket and, and run the ball. I think that, you know, he left a lot on the field itself. But you know, we talked about in the podcast that Florida State had to hit chunk plays and, you know, you, you miss a play to Helton. You know, Helton has a drop on third down. They just, you know, like I said on the Mark Rogers podcast, you know, Florida State, if anything, this game just shows you that FSU doesn't have the playmakers yet. And that's what it comes down to, the guys that make the plays. The offensive execution was just really bad, so. Yeah. Well, and then also offensively, too, ruining your drives, keeping those, sustaining those drives got halted mm-hmm. multiple times on big ones whenever you're getting those penalties, false starts. I mean, that just can't happen. And today. from veterans, from veteran ten, guys. Yeah. 10 penalties today. Yeah. No, so, just straight so, nine. Just like, yeah. Like, yeah. like when, when the stress of the game, you know, the pressure of it came, they, they reverted to old habits. Triple, triple the penalties from what they had last week and it goes mm-hmm. nine penalties 85 yards were that were taken away and like we said a majority of those false starts being from veteran guys and that mm-hmm. ruined drives I already put florida state at first first of 15 or you're moving down the field and you get it called and it was just atrocious for anything working on the offensive side of the ball mm-hmm. yeah and i mean coming into this one i i said i was like the offensive line has, has got to have a good showing in this game and you know they had numerous pre-snap penalties gave up a lot of pressure on travis and he wasn't looking comfortable in the pocket as the game went on and i mean we've talked about the running game it it felt like basically every run the running backs were getting hit behind the line of scrimmage before even get a chance to gain any positive yards i mean if you you look at the the box score you know Deshaun corbin he had that 24 yard burst on that fsu touchdown drive and then treshawn ward had his 11 yard run on that drive as well. So one drive, you get 35 yards. The rest of the game, you get 33 total yards on the ground. So the strength of Florida State's offense was negated today. And, you know, Clemson, to their credit, completely shut FSU down. 
Uh, you know, it, it, if anything, you, you know that Florida State's not going to play a defense as tough the rest of the season. So you know, if you look at the remainder of the schedule, you know, this is the toughest defense Florida State's going to play. And they still Probably had a chance to win. Yeah, all, they had, and they had a chance to win the game still. So mm-hmm. not taking it, any – not, not thinking it just felt like, all, it felt like all game that Florida State was facing seven man boxes, eight man boxes, and they just they, they couldn't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. Besides that one wheel route to Tofili, there's they weren't doing anything to stretch the field vertically and, and force Clemson out of that box. It's tough to run when you're consistently facing eight man fronts. Yeah, no, they couldn't. They couldn't. But anything after that, I mean, Justin Ross offensively for Clemson had 85 yards for six touch. Six touchdowns, six attempts. There are six receptions, and I mean, Shipley. I mean, that kid looked like Christian McCaffrey. That's his career. He had his career best game today. Sorry to jump over you, but yeah, most yards of his career. And this is a kid coming off of injury, so that's pretty embarrassing. Uh, well, you know, I I think that he looked like the all world guy that he was pegged to be. You know, if, if you followed him during his recruitment. You know the the comparisons to McCaffrey are pretty legitimate at the same stage. So, you know, he played a good game. He played a good game, but I mean, but, there was multiple times where he he cut back against FSU defense, yeah. and I, I think didn't have anybody to, there. They they had to see something on the film because, you know, they didn't do that just once or twice. They did that a lot. So they had to see something on the film where they coached that cutback because, you know. It was there all day, and we really haven't seen that too much um, this Mm -hmm. season that I can recall. So I think that they picked something up on the film and and, and exploited it. And, and, you know, we haven't talked about it yet. This is the first game, and I don't know how long that a team is, maybe since Wake Forest, that they've, you know, put the linebackers on skates the entire game. Yeah, now looking at some of the big plays, obviously for Florida State was Lawrence Toa Philly, where he made a phenomenal play. Mm-hmm. Guy was wrapping him up. It's the good old fashioned, oh, my butt's on you. I'm still up and good to go. And he keeps his feet in, which is even crazier. But for the one guy that could probably only do that on the team would be Lawrence Toa Philly because he's got that good balance on his feet and he brings it in for a touchdown. And then you look at Jermaine Johnson, Florida State takes the lead, strip sack, everything picks up the fumble, takes it for six. I mean, that's just Jermaine Johnson and what he's going to do. But those were some pretty big plays. And at least optimistic-wise, Florida State was fighting for this game. It seemed like they wanted it more at some point. Um, this defense definitely did near the, you know, that second half part of the game. They definitely wanted it more. But, you know, this this game was competitive. And, you know, even if Clemson's hurt and not so great as of this year, I mean, this is something you haven't seen competitive wise from Florida State in a very long while was still a really good product of that Death Valley. Yeah, Jordan Travis said that after the game and in, in his post game comments saying I've never been in a game like this while I've been at Florida State. And while it's good to be in a close game, it sucks to lose. And that's that's kinda of how everybody felt. You know, it's good that we're competitive with Clemson for the first time in four or five years, but there's no moral victories. You want to win the game. Yeah, and going back yeah. to the plays um by Toa Philly and Johnson, you know, they were great individual plays but the team as a whole didn't finish after them you know you get the toe philly touchdown you retake the lead and then clemson i think has its best drive of the day goes right down the field four straight plays that end in first downs and then take advantage of travis jay 
at the end, I believe. And then after the Jermaine, uh, the Jermaine Johnson touchdown, I'm pretty sure FSU went three and out. And then, or actually, no, Clemson came back out. You forced a three and out. And then FSU got the ball and, and went three and out and had to punt it back. So you just didn't capitalize on those opportunities. Uh, I, you know, I thought Akeem Dent played really well. You know, showed yeah. a lot, you know, really physical in the run game. I thought he did a good job. I was disappointed in the corners. I know they were a couple of calls that were, you know, highly questionable. Um, but, you know, like I mentioned in our in our podcast Wednesday, you know, I was concerned about the wide receivers and just their size and physicality versus, you know, 46 TBs. And, and this is the first game that they got constant separation and were able to make plays. So, you know, a little disappointed in the overall play from the, from the corners. Um, yeah, I mean, by the end of the day, this game was on the offense 100% in the lack of execution. So, you know, we can talk about, you know, some people are bitching and moaning about, about Norvell, but you, you guys got to understand that this, this game was a lack of execution by the players itself. You know, I, I thought Novell did a good job of putting guys in place. You know, they just missed blocks. They got beat at the point of attack. They um, dropped passes. You know, those things happen. And it's just the, mat- the maturation of, of getting to the point where you just need better players. Call a spade a spade, but that's what it is. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to put this one on the coaches, I would say. I mean, the only mm-hmm. the only thing that I can think of is the one, the fourth and one that FSU went for and Corbin got stuffed because they ran the exact same play up the middle that they had been doing much of the game. And every time it seemed like Corbin had been stopped for a loss and mm-hmm. they do it again instead of an RPO. Like that one, I would have loved to see the ball get in Jordan Travis's hands and just let him make the decision. But, I mean, outside of that, I, I can't think of a lot of the game where, where I question what the staff did. Mm-hmm. And really, Fuller, he adjusted pretty well in the second half because that, that defense was playing lights out the second half. I think they only allowed like 129 total yards in the second half and 45 of those were penalty yards. So it's it's really hard to fault the coaches for this one. Like Nate said, guys were put in position, just didn't make the plays. Yeah, the second quarter was pretty pathetic for the defense. Like I mentioned that touchdown they had after the, the Toa Philly score. But like you said, Austin, they adjusted well in the final two quarters and I mean, they got put on a short field to start the third quarter after FSU got stuffed on that fourth down and, and held Clemson. And, I, I mean, I can't fault what those guys did in the last two quarters. They, they did their job. Florida State was in position, position to win. And like Nate said, I mean, this, this is what happens when you have a young football team that's still growing, still learning how to come away with wins on the road. Tough one tonight. I, I, I'm, I'm done with Travis J, man. I'm, I'm done. Oh, yeah. You know, put him on offense. Put him yeah, on offense. See happen. how he is with the ball in his field, but you know, see how he is with the ball in his hand. But you know, for him to get beat by a tight end, you know, mm. it's just uh, man, it's a goddamn tight end. Yeah, yeah disappointing year from him. You know, we were all hoping that he would break out in that Florida State mm-hmm. secondary, but it hasn't happened. Nope. No, it has not happened whatsoever. I, just, I don't just, think he's a true corner. He, he's one of those guys. Mm-hmm. He's, a, he's a playmaker. He's not a guy that's not. A, he's not a man-to-man, physical, you know, lucky down kind of guy. He's got to be in space where he can make plays and just being a boundary yeah. corner is not it. Put him on offense. See what he can do. You know, he's dynamite in high school and 
I get where they put him at return because they, they, you know, what he got, the natural ability, but, you know, it, I, I don't, I don't understand. That's one of the things that I, I just don't comprehend is it's not getting put together with, for him. But we also know that there's some self-inflicted things going on with him that, you know, he's standing in his own way of, of realizing his potential. And Florida State hurt themselves a lot. I mean, I know he's going to hear a lot about it, and he already probably has so far with Norvell and the coaching staff. But DJ Lundy's still more of a younger guy. He had experience last year, but you just can't do those things that continue to hurt yourself. And that's why I keep on seeing where Florida State extremely just hurt themselves in this game. That I mean, was still a questionable flag, though. That I mean, was questionable. On. The guy was still in bounds. Like, how do you know he's not going to do yeah. what Travis did against Syracuse and cut it up whenever you stopped and not hit him? I mean, it's. Mm-hmm. It's a judgment yeah. call, and it's it's a terrible one. Nah, ACC is always going to do it. Another crappy call, <laughs> right? Yeah, another, another, another day in the week. But Akeem Dent, like you had mentioned, Nate's second leader in tackle. It seemed like he was everywhere. He had a great week of practice, and you know he's came in and got he did, did well. Marion Cooper, true freshman coming in and getting that interception. Mm-hmm. Amari Gaynor played really well too. I thought. Oh. I, mean, I don't know, man. too. No, I mean after that first drive, first drive, Gainer disappeared. Recover the fumble. We we, we watched the game. He disappeared, dude. Oh, I, guess I will that say I well. was happy. I was happy with Lundy. It felt like he was coming up and yeah. laying the wood uh, on Shipley for the most part. I think there was yeah, a hit I, in the third yeah. quarter where he just lit him up. Oh uh, yeah, he's, he's I, just I, getting I, bigger every week. <laughs> I thought I thought that uh, Love it played really well. I thought that Kerry yep. Thomas played really well. I thought Jermaine Johnson played really well. I thought that Lundy played really well. I'm not going to fault him on that. That, that was just a, just a really awful call. Um, Krishan Fuller thought, had a couple nice yeah, plays. Yeah. Kevin Knowles was solid. Hakeem Dent was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I thought Robinson was okay. Um, you know, I, I, I thought Jones and, and Knowles had questionable p- pass interferences, but I expected them – to be a little bit more aggressive and, you know, not get out matched as, as they did against those bigger wide receivers. So, you know, disappointed in the lack of um, touches and, and opportunities for um, Kim McDonald. You know, I don't, yeah. even, I, I don't even think he had Silent. A, I don't even think he had an opportunity. I think he had a one, if I remember yeah. correctly. But, I yeah, after, he, after I that. I don't think he had any. Jordan Wilson had a couple catches. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, McDonald, nothing. No, not I even that, uh, that was Portier. That was Portier. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah they called yeah. him the tight end. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever he caught the ball. Yeah, he's big enough to be almost as big as Cam. Yeah, I, I like seeing Portier and Williamson in more. You know, got to keep that going this weekend. This weekend practice. You know, mm-hmm. I, I like seeing those younger guys get opportunities. Um, Williamson because, had a couple nice plays. Yeah. He's done well all season when, when given an opportunity to make a play. He's been there. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't, I don't understand why you continue to play parchment and who it just hasn't been what it was expected. You know, McLean had 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 two targets. One was out of bounds. The other one was on the sideline. You know, you only target him twice, but I, I attribute that more to the the pressure Clemson was getting and just the inability for. Jordan Chavez to be a consistent passer enough to, it, even if he was better, Florida State would have won this game. 
mm-hmm. you know, be, being 25% better, hit that pass to, to, to Helton and, you know, just better overall. I think they would have won that game. Yeah. Uh, just not a great night overall. It seems like Cam Davis got hurt in his game tonight. Uh, doesn't look great there. I don't know if you have a Cam Davis, I mean, so far away, but Cam Davis. Did you commit? To, yeah. Seems like he's being put onto a cart. Oh, Damn. God. Not great there. So it just kind of uh, continues. Great to bring up some fantastic news there, but just seems to be on his Where do you see that story. At? Instagram story. Well, if he posted that, that means he's okay, right? Yeah, hopefully he's not nah. serious. Hopefully not. Hopefully probably, not at all. By a uh, leg injury. Fingers crossed that's not the case. But anything else on here? What does Florida State go after uh, after this? You know, I mean, the schedule, you got to win four. Where are they going to come from? Shit, you got to win. Well, Boston College lost to Syracuse today. I feel better that, about that one. Um Florida's a mess, man. Yeah. Uh, Miami. I think they, they've called quits. Yeah, uh, yeah, Miami beat Pittsburgh today. It's great for them. Um, You know, NC State, get them at home next week. You know, it's going to have to be. It's going to have to be three wins. <laughs> Go ahead. I mean, I think they're all winnable games. NC State, Miami. Boston College and Florida. I think they're all winnable games. It just comes down to offensive execution. They're not going to play a tougher defense than they played today. Um, I, I I don't think that either. I think that the most dangerous offense overall would be next week with Cincy State. Um, yeah, I know that Van Dyke has you know done really good for Miami lately. But I think that's a good matchup for FSU that likes to get after the quarterback. You know, the thing with, with Van Dyke is he likes to stretch the field. But you know, if FSU can get pressure on him, like I think they will, you know, that, that's going to change a lot of things for that offense. Uh, Boston College, I just they've been a different team since the quarterback got hurt. <clears throat> and uh, you know, the, the, you know Florida can can kick rocks. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're all winnable. You know, there's still there's still a path to seven and five. But does that happen? No. <laughs> I, 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 I just need to get to six and six and make a bowl. That's all I want. Yeah, uh, win three and, and, of four. Where are you and, getting and, your three wins at? Uh, Where are they coming? Got NC but, State coming into town, then Miami, then you go to Boston College in Florida to end off the season. Um, definitely Miami. I'm like, that's, that's a definite. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't know, man. Like I, I think Boston college, I put that over 50%. I think that my, I think that NC state, it, I don't know about, you know, it depends which NC state team comes in. You know, it, it, if it's yep. the team don't play Clemson, it's going to be a long day. If it, you know, if they can get pressure on, on Leary, I think that, you know, it's a game that they can have a lot of success in. You know, I, I I don't really know yet because I think Florida has no quarterback. 
uh, it'll be interesting running, yeah. you know, Richardson. You know, yeah, that didn't look too uh, well today, but they're not, against, but they're against playing Georgia. Georgia. Yeah, yeah but, they're playing Georgia. Gators lost thirty-four to seven. They did. Dustin, thank you for that but score. How about, but how about Miami? I mean, yeah, two we weeks ago we were looking at that game as almost penciling it in as a win, and then they they beat a pretty decent NC State last week. Come in today, and was that game at Pitt? I'm pretty sure they played at Pitt today and walked out with a win over a Pittsburgh team who was huh? looked damn good all year. No. And beat Clemson yeah. last week. Do 15. Yep, number 17th ranked team in the country. Or do 18. Yeah. Do in between. Okay. Yeah. What are you talking Miami. about? Miami's back, Nate. Come on. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, we got to get out of here if we're talking Miami. Can't do it anymore. Any last comments on this game? Florida State's next game is going to be NC State at home. I think Clemson should send some flowers to the ACC office and <laughs> thank them for their um, inability to ref a game in, in a consistent manner that's worth or conducive to a competitive game. Atrocious as always. It, it's awful. Like, I don't understand. Like, that's what makes the SEC better, better plays. You know, it's better ref. So. Yeah. It's, it's horrible. Even questionable calls again in the Miami Pittsburgh game, just questionable, laughable. Like, like, what are you doing? Calls. Well, remember the calls at the end of the Pittsburgh Clemson game last week? Yeah, awful. Like, <laughs> it's a common theme here. Why is there so much ineptitude at at, at refereeing with ACC? And it's been going on for years. So it's not. You know, uh, whatever, dude. I just want to see like, Florida State not have a hangover effect from this loss because, you know, you can't. an emotional, hard-fought no. loss today. But you've got four games left, and you've got to win three of them to make a bowl. You can't come out flat to start the game next week against NC State or they'll crush you. I mean, they're, they're a pretty good football yep. team. They've been playing decent all year, maybe a little down right now, but Florida State's going to need to come out, punch them in the mouth, and get that win and walk into Miami with some confidence. Yeah, I, I don't think that this game hurts your confidence. I think, if anything, they go watch the tape and, you know, they look at, man, you know, they're probably more they frustrated yeah, with the with the missed opportunities and the, and the penalties and, the, you know, things that they self-inflicted wounds that, that cost them the game. I don't, I don't, I don't think that this hurts their confidence, but, you know, at the end of the day, you know, it's not a moral victory, but if you don't see a better team that is taking the field now versus earlier in the season when you lost in Jacksonville State, you're just blind. Yep. No. And we'll talk about it on the show this upcoming week, but special teams Mm -hmm. also has a work in progress. Horrible. Terrible. Continues Horrible. to be a I whole flip off, that, man. Yeah, that's a. I've been discussion. talking about that for weeks. So <laughs> I'm I'm up to here. I'm up to here with it, bro. Like, <laughs> if there's anything that's irritating the most, it's got to be the special teams. That is that is tough to watch sometimes. If you're if everybody's on their screen, that's exactly what they're yelling at the screen about. 
All of it. It's just punt obvious return, stuff. Kick return, punt, kickoff. Kickoff is the only one that's consistently been good. Parker Grothas is, Has is, it's, a, is a yeah. special teams MVP. Recruiting. I'm recruiting. I don't know. Anybody worried about what did a few of the recruits say, Dustin, you spoke to? No, I'm not even worried about it. Oh, I mean, no, not a worry. Nobody's worried, but they said. I think uh, uh, I got a couple Sop, responses. Yeah, Sap said. Yeah, Kashawn Sap texted me, said, should have won. Omar Graham said, I heard the ref screwed us over, but I'm just proud of them because they kept fighting. Mm-hmm. 2023, Chris Parson, offense didn't capitalize when we had chances to put them away. Defense played good. Some calls didn't go our way, but they held up as much as they could. And then Cam Davis as well, who, let's just put it out there, I don't think he's injured. He's fine. So That's good. Stop that, Logan. Yeah. Cam Davis said, the team played with a lot of heart, even though a couple of key penalties put us in a tough situation down the stretch. I really love the fight the team is finishing the season off with. Sweet. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for tonight. We're going to go live next week at 8.30 previewing. Um, let me mute Nate. Uh, we're going to be going live on Wednesday at 8.30 p.m. previewing Florida State versus NC State. We don't have a time yet. That should become available later tonight from the ACC. Can't wait to hear from the ACC on that. Um, but, yeah, I think that's going to wrap it up. Everybody, thanks for listening. You can watch, you can watch us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. You can only listen there. But if you're on YouTube, you can watch us. Hit that like button. Subscribe. Hang out with us next week on Wednesday. Florida State still has a chance at making a bowl, but it's not going to be too easy. Everybody have a great rest of y'all's weekend. Go Steelers. Bye.